You're listening to Anchors Up Podcast with Jeremy Gaby. Filling them in. One local city has had it with bad behavior on the bay. Well, now it's dropping the hammer on the anchor outs. Good evening. I'm Alan Martin. And I'm Veronica Dela Cruz. Let's get you right to KPX 5's Emily Turner. She's live in Sausalito with Sky Drone 5. Emily? If you've spent any amount of time on Richardson Bay, out here on the water, you likely have a story about an anchor out. Those are the boats that are anchored just offshore that Sky Drone 5 is flying over right now. Well, a lot of those stories, they're not very good. But Sausalito is looking to change all that with the way that it enforces the waterfront. When it comes to the fight against illegal anchor outs and waterfront safety, Sausalito is striking out on its own. It is leaving the Richardson Bay Regional Agency, or RBRA, and taking full control of the enforcement of its coastline, something that hasn't been done in more than 30 years. We have noticed as the last several years, the number of vessels in our waterways have increased. As the number of increased vessels we have seen increase in other quality of life issues, crime issues, as well as debris vessels being left out on the water. So the city is taking back its $125,000 it used to give the RBRA a year and will instead pay for a part-time patrol officer and a part-time harbor assistant just for Sausalito. A much more effective option, Lieutenant Bill Frass says, compared to the one man the RBRA hires to patrol the entire bay. There are moments out there on, on the right tide where literally there's some submerged, you know, pieces of boat, if you will, that, that are somewhat dangerous. But that has already begun to change. These are pictures of boats Sausalito police have pulled from the water in the last three weeks, a move made possible by the other piece of its new and improved waterfront plan, laws. Some hadn't been updated since the 30s, allowing derelict boats to wash ashore or wreak havoc afloat. But in the three weeks since the new laws went into effect, six boats have been removed. It's a good start, many mariners say, and hope it'll continue. I think that's a great idea, I think, for, for a number of reasons, right? Safety for, for paddlers out there, safety for other boaters, um, just, you know, beautifying the landscape, if you will. And it's important to note that not everybody is on board with these changes. What you're looking at, essentially, is a floating neighborhood because people live here. They're mostly indigent, people who can't afford to live on land. And so these folks say by getting rid of them, they're just moving a problem from one part of the bay to another, which isn't actually solving anything at all. Reporting live in Sausalito, Emily Turner, KPIX 5. I came to the anchorage after pulling a 68-foot ferro cement catch off a beach. It took me a month. I used three chain falls, the tides, two hooks, and a dinghy, and I dragged it 600 yards. What you're saying is that there was a boat that's beached? Yeah. And how did you get it out of there? I used um, two anchors, um, three chain falls, the tides, and a dinghy. A dinghy being a small boat. Yeah. Uh, and anchors... To just kind of latch onto the boat? No, um, I put one off the front, one off the back, and then I would pop one hook and make her spin around. I just kept flipping her around. So it would be safe to say that you know your way around a boat. Pretty much. <laughs> that is pretty badass. How long? How long did you did you live in the in Richardson Bay altogether? Off and on, I guess, for the last seven, eight years. Wow. So, uh, how many people collectively usually are are there at, at a time? I lose count. 
there's always so many there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So some people describe living out in Richardson Bay as a as a rough a rough life. How did you see that? It was as a as a woman out there. You were were you alone? Um, most of the time, yeah, I was alone. I'm divorced, but my ex husband used to leave me for months and months at a time. He used to come up and fish. So did I. But um, as a woman out in the bay, it's ruthless. Ruthless. What do you mean? Well, for one, you're a woman, and they try to cuckoo the women. Two, um, you know, I beat the crap out of a diver with my own ground tackle once. <laughs> okay. Um, a, a diver? I didn't I didn't hire the diver. He just happened to be on my ground tackle. So I pulled up my ground... Um, I pulled up my ground tackle when I had a 100-pound ship swivel, and while he was, his bubbles, I, I used to tend the diver. Um, when the diver's looking down where the bubbles are spreading right. apart, and when the diver's looking up, it's the straight stream. And when the straight stream came up, I let go of my 100-pound ship swivel into his face, and then I kind of yanked it a couple times and said, stay the hell off my ground tackle. And my ex-husband's um, order of the boat was, because he was the man of the boat, was um, to light a sill bomb and throw it overboard. But I decided to take the more nicer way about it. So, so why why were divers even in that area? Are they are they just kind of creeping around, or what's um, a There's a lot of things like um, rumors about like um, anchor out games where people make bets on your lives and your boats and your livelihoods, or or maybe you just pissed off the politician that had something to gain from something you stopped, or. Or the harbor master doesn't like you, or they want your stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's it's not really just the anchor outs. The anchor outs, we the anchor outs know they're in that game. The locals, they know they're in the game. They're going to do whatever it takes to stay. So I've heard a little about this. What the idea is is that for for the rich Marin County people that live on the hills, the whole anchor out situation is a big kind of chess game that they can bet on, right? Is that Some the... like the anchor outs and do what they got to do to help us, and the other ones don't like us, and they do what they got to do to get rid of us. It reminds me of, like, the Hunger Games, right? Like, like Kind of, yeah. Everybody knows the Winter Games are coming, and if you're not prepared for winter, then you're screwed. And everybody's just trying to stay afloat. I mean, like, um, Mr. Price, the harbor master there, he took my, took uh, during my divorce, he stole my 68-foot feral semen catch. And he took it over here to San Rafael to have it crushed, but... When I was trying to get my boat hauled out, I said I was on the hook, and they said they couldn't haul my boat out here in San Rafael, but yet they brought it here and crushed it. So I and just that, don't get it. And that's a thing that happens a lot, right? So the quote-unquote harbor master, because there's not actually a harbor, right? It's, just, it's an anchorage. There's, right. there, there, there is no harbor. Right. So if so they if they find a boat that, that has, has been there for too long or they deem that it's necessary you know, to take it out of there, they... There's a lot of lead in that fucking keel. I had a brand new Ford Lehman Detroit properly winterized and put that by a mechanic. I had Manel holding tanks. I had a lot, you know, hydraulic systems. All those boat parts that they crush and tear out of these boats are worth a lot of money. Yeah. They're making bank off taking poor people's livelihoods away that worked hard for them. What I've heard is that if, if you are a harbor master or, or whoever and you get a boat and crush it up, you get you get about a thousand bucks. Is that correct? Like. Through, from the state or from, from the, the state, but that doesn't mean what you're gonna get from the lead in the keel. Right. Like a 27 foot boat could have like um, 800 pounds of lead in its keel. And that's right. That's a lot of cheddar. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard of Not boats to that the winches and the boat parts and the aluminum mast right. and the, all those boat parts are you know secondhand boat parts is worth money. Right. People buy it for nautical art in their houses. People, you know, some people buy it, you know. 
you know, there's a lot of rumors, you know, you got to find which worm's real and which one's not. And right. All I know, or all I've kn- I knew until I did a little bit of research before this, was the anchor out was basically the boogeyman for people that live on on the dock right or like they live at the harbor like it's like if you don't pay your rent you go out there and life is crazy out there you you probably won't survive and to be quite honest with you when it's i'm a person that's been on the streets most of my life and to be honest with you when it's storming out there i'm at utter peace because while all hell's breaking loose around me nothing can get to me that's where i feel safe well and you and it seems like you know what to do when uh, when a boat starts to get my yeah. boat starts to drag, you go out, drop another hook. What be do? It's another day in the neighborhood. I swap paints with you. You swap paints with me. We don't get bent out of shape. It's the other people that watch to get bent out of shape. In talking to you, I feel like such a fucking poser. With you know, I'm just sitting here on the dock. You're I, not a poser. If You're they a if they if somebody cut me loose, I'd be fucked. You know, <laughs> I'd be so fucked. I just I try to I try to get a hold. I hit you on phone Facebook and see if you can come swim out and help me. I got cut off in a storm once. Um, somebody gave me a boat that wasn't theirs to give me, and I should have known pirates. He did the same thing with my boat, but <laughs> when he was supposed to be caretaking it. But make a long story short, um, I got cut off in a storm once, and I sailed all night in 85 knot winds and 50 foot rolling waves. And the only thing I was ignorant about is I didn't know how to storm reef, and I wasn't used to the modern day roller floors. I didn't have to put the thing in here and you put, got pushed this and pushed that. I'm used to just untying a cleat and going, and I usually don't use winches. But um, yeah. I can I can imagine you just just up on the mast like Lieutenant Dan like is that all you got? Pretty much. <laughs> I'm Balbosa laughing at the wheel. Yeah. While Calypso's making a tidal wave. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, so so in uh, the big thing that I that I keep on hearing about is I keep keep on hearing about them. You know, if you leave your boat, they come, they grab it, they they crush it, or they you know harass you. How many boats how in the eight 30, years? How does a thirty-ton vessel disappear overnight? I went to bed. My boat was my other boat was there. I was tending another boat because I got to go back and forth. I'm responsible for my boats. And um, at four o'clock in the morning, it was there. I went to sleep. I woke up at around six o'clock in the morning. And because I usually wake up late at night, I got to go to the bathroom. You know, it's just my morning routine. But um, when I woke up, my entire sailboat was gone. And and I called the, the sheriff's. I called the coast guard. I called everybody, and nobody could tell me where my boat went. Nobody. I told him I was going through a divorce. He said that was a domestic thing. They used that as a, a loophole to steal it. Wow. And then there's no chance that it, it sank, right? My ex-husband, no. They brought it here. I, I saw it here. Oh, I came. Did. I had family members bring me over here. But they already took all my ground tackle, and, and all I had to do was just get that boat hauled out to have it mobile. Mo- mobile. Right. I had a $5,000 um, steel rudder welded for that thing to put it on. All I had to do was take it out of the water, put in the propeller, the packing gland, the packing shaft, just you know, hook it all up to the motor, put on the rudder, um, paint the bottom, and put it back in. That was it. And turn the key. So, in in eight years or seven or eight years, like how many how many boats did you go through while living out there? <laughs> um, the last experience I had, I had like three or four boats. Um, one was always something at atomic bomb at the end of it, and um, I was using that for homeless detox centers. Huh. And then I had the um, the Juicy B, which was a, another yacht, which I would use for um, females that live on the streets so they can have three days of sleep with no, excuse my French, no dicks, pricks, or badges fucking with them. <laughs> <laughs> that was my word. And, and, and I had one girl that got three days, whole three whole days of sleep without, you know, because when you're homeless on the streets, you know, you got to deal with the cops. Yeah. You got to deal with the perverts. Right. You got to deal with the weirdos. 
<laughs> and, and it's never a good sleep anyways, right? Like, even no, if it you, is sleep. You, 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 you don't get really get to sleep. I mean, the cops come in while it's raining. They drag you. They make you stand in the rain while they drag everything you own into the mud. While they got their nice little wet gear on. And then you're lucky if they let you stay the night. It's, 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 it's not. It's cold hearted. So, yeah, it almost feels like it almost feels like with the homeless and and uh, and the anchor outs. There's not much to do, I'm sure, as a police officer in those surrounding areas. And so, it, does it feel like almost like a game to them? Like when they when it they when they want to just come fuck with some people? It is a game. They they head out there, yeah. It is a game. I know that for a fact. Um, I've lived in places where it's. <laughs> um, I've been raped by cops. I'm well, honest. Yeah. Well, this is the. I mean, I think I think. Right. Yeah. There's a. I mean, this is the. It's all coming to. To light now, right? Like, like, just how how corrupt. Matter. All lives matter. Yeah, the, just the this the the how often like there's no there's no bounds to to how to what they can do and, well, and it's just fucked up. Imagine a person that I they, you never look at a homeless person and like look at what they do with the garbage you throw out. If you take you if you weigh a person who lives indoors to a person that lives outside in the garbage. We're technically taking what you're throwing away and making it into something that utilizes to make our lives a little bit better. It, like recycling, right? Yeah. <laughs> a different we're really version. Very creative. We, it's kind of artistically done too, you know. I'll tell you what's interesting about this this area uh, in in Marin County. It's it's insane because you go to Mill Valley, Mill Valley, and at like 2 a.m., like the bars have just opened up or just closed down and everybody, and everybody's walking the streets, you won't find a homeless person in sight. They just don't allow it, right? Everybody's kind of corralled into like into well, San Rafael. Well, night cops. Right, they, they, won't, they just won't have it, right? Like well, night cops can uh, hurt you more than the day cops because right. people can't see it as well. And then there's all, in San Rafael, there's all these services. There's, you know, Ritter House. There's, uh, they hurt you know. the people like cattle and they get mad when they are, they're not acting like, when they're not, when they are acting like cattle. You know? Right. It's just, I, I, the, I don't think that that Richardson Bay could be like in the middle of of worse That's how I got areas. on the water. Is I bought a boat for fifty dollars and I crawled out of the streets with it. You crawled out of the streets, you said. I got out of the streets by oh, buying a fifty dollars yeah. sailboat. I think that's that's a big a big thing that that should be mentioned is that is that this you know this isn't just isn't this isn't like for living in their cars. They punish people right. for. If you're not in a box, living in a box, renting a box, working in a box, divide boxes right. that just fill up landfills, and they're not going to punish you for it. Right, and 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 it's not it's not looked at like your home, right? It's not they they have. I'm home. My heart's beating in my chest. You're only right. truly homeless is when your heart's not beating. I call it houseless impaired. <laughs> and I anchor down. I don't anchor out. I think I think so. <laughs> I like that. Uh, some was, people. Uh, God rest his soul, naked Dave. He was one of our elders in the bay. He died because. Um, they wouldn't allow him to have his own oxygen tank on his boat, and also they wouldn't allow him have a floating dock next to his boat to have accessibility to his boat. What? What? Just you should say that he was a scuba diver, right? <laughs> they use oxygen tanks. Yeah, Naked Dave was a um, he was a veteran, a Vietnam veteran. Yeah, he's a veteran who. Um, but th- that's a weird who thing. Who his, his very first boat? He had a dream of sailing around the world as a veteran, and his boat dragged. And it hit the houses over there, and he got attacked for it. And Mr. Price told him he was going to take away his boat from it. And he had his whole his whole dream just shattered, and he, you know, he fought in the war. You know, that was his dream. And, and he got harassed by Mr. Price the whole entire time, trying to rebuild his boat to the point where he got into depression and got into drugs to deal with it, to cope. Right. But other than that, he taught, he taught a lot of us some good things, you know. I'm the king of my own island. I'm the queen of my own island, and it floats. Nobody owns the water but God. 
Yeah. I think I think some people nobody owns the bush but God. <laughs> right. Some people some people are, are made for, you know, con- conventional life and some people aren't. And that's and, and, and the fact that like it's it's harder for people to, to just kinda do their own thing, uh, is it's it's a travesty, I think. But that being said so what what are the big arguments that the surrounding areas have right like it like i think i think i've seen that that people have i've the read garbage, that people that's a, that's a very um universal complaint but what somebody might see as garbage somebody might see as treasure i can and, see and, that and with the homeless people yeah our camps are trash we're, because, we're... because we get to the point where you know um if you treat people like garbage long enough they tend to manifest in garbage and dwell and reflect how they feel right Psychologically, that's how they feel. They feel like they're trash. People treat them like trash, so they're going to reflect like they're trash. So is this like like actual like 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 where where if you were out there in Anchor, Imagine where where having to rebuild your life every other week? Right. Pull up everything yeah. you have, and you have a certain amount of time to do it. We recycle each other's camps. Hey, have you been at this campsite? Well, no, I used to have a campsite over there. Can you, if you go over there, can you recycle my stuff that I left behind if they haven't took it? And um, you can have the, that what's left over to recycle we help each other out it's like it's like a storage unit right in the bush no it it, what i've noticed in in just doing a little bit of research watching a couple youtube videos is that just the sense of of community and family amongst the people that that uh, support the anchor outs and the people that are out there and the people that have been out there and the people that um and and there's new old you know young they've never had their livelihood ever toyed with as a game do you think and how, people, how people in houses they don't have to worry about somebody fucking sabotaging their their foundation right you and, know, and they don't have to worry about somebody going I want the gold underneath your keel because it's golden it's it's a very odd thing right because I think back in the day if you know when when people were all in and out on boats used to gold you, mine back way back in the day and blow up gold up in the mountains and stuff just washed down into the bay huh Look up gold dredging and take, check out their dredges. So, so technically, the the area is for people that are just kind of on their way here or on their way there, or maybe they had a problem with their boat and and they could stay there for a couple of days. How do you get around that, like, and stay there for you know, let's say seven eight years, like you did? Like, what? You beat what, the shit out of divers with the ground tackle. <laughs> <laughs> I I would imagine that that would like not be a good thing, but like, but, uh, well, but if you didn't hire them and they're on your stuff and they're sabotaging your livelihood. Well, then there you go. It, it, maritime law. I'm constantly surprised by it. It's like, you know, Oh, by the way, a derelict is a vessel floating at sea uninhabited. I thought that was me floating and my friends. Is things that are not anchored. <laughs> FYI. I think my mom called me a derelict when I was younger. So you're a floating vessel <laughs> uninhabited. Um, so, Were so you not married at the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, if so, the main complaint is is trash. Does that mean trash that's in the water? Does that mean, or you know, they bring trash I, to shore? I, actually, I'm very curious because um, when they when they have Miss Tostada, the harbor cop, the chief of police, I worked with her about getting a garbage and water skull for storms, so people that can't get their garbage off their boat can get it. When you suffer from depression, which I do, it's it's really hard because yeah. you just you just. <laughs> well, if 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 you're gonna go as far as to have uh, they did a get Richardson, out of school grant. But see, that's what I'm saying. That, that, like they 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 went as far as to have uh, a whole you know website, uh, a Richardson Bay you know like association and like and a board of directors and a harbor master. You'd think that like maybe they would like you know 
come up with some like pump out stuff some some oh, they, uh they some have honey barges they have honey barges and they had grants for people that couldn't afford it to get pumped out there are a lot of people that have the honey barge that comes to their boats and pumps out their shitters or their buckets and the like very few and the very few that uh, yeah and the ones that can afford it there's grants for that and the ones that can't afford it they poop in bags and take it ashore and throw it in a dumpster like you know dog right. poop and the very few that pull it overboard you know, for a long time, I used to live at the outer end of the bay, and I did say this in a political meeting. I could smell that shit downwind from the yeah, sewage plant. Yeah. It's just like it's like when you're an anchor out on the bay, just blame it on me. It's all my fault. Yeah, Fine, it's it. my fault. Everything's mine. For example, there was a gentleman that was on a dock. I won't say his name due to you know legal yeah. shit, but I had a gentleman on a dock tell me an anchor out stole my outboard. And I'm like, well, do you know which anchor out it was? Did you see it? And he's like, oh. and I said, well, did you, did you catch it on film? Well, no. Do one of your neighbors see the anchor out do it? And he goes, no. So how the fuck do you know it's an anchor out? Just because something's stolen on the dock doesn't mean there's thieves on the docks. There's people that come from the mainland that comes to the docks right. and robs things. Why is it that, I mean, we get our dinghies stolen every time we turn around out in the bay, but and everybody blames everybody out there, but nobody has the dinghy. I'll tell you what. What 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 everybody needs out there is is I'll you know what I'll even if if there's a nonprofit that that is there a nonprofit that services the the to Richmond start Bay a nonprofit just for the women I'll do I'll do it for the tax write I'll buy cameras for the whole fucking thing so like and I guarantee some shit some shit will slow down oh, you know yeah. what I mean but uh, but so so that being said but you know a lot of people out in the bay because they play with their lives during the winter games think they're entitled to whatever they can take because. They're playing with their lives. What is it about the winter? I've heard I've heard this a couple times now, where where people. I almost made it to a non-congested guest dock when I got cut off in a storm, because they thought it was somebody else, and I sailed all night in 80 knot winds and 50 foot rolling waves, and when I when I had a clear shot to Clipper Marina, a non-congested guest dock, a straight shot. My bumper balls are down. I had the ropes ready. I had one that was already looped, so I could fucking just catch it on the cleat, because like I said, I was ignorant to the roller flower setups. Right. And um, the, whatever whatever rescuee people, because they had the lights on my face, I couldn't see what kind of boat it was. I couldn't see whether it was the fire department, the Mr. Price, or the sheriffs, or the Coast Guard. If it had been the Coast Guard, by Maritime Law, they would have shadowed me right. or went ahead of me and attended my line. I'm a fatigued sailor. Right. As a sailor, that is my rolling thunder. I almost made it to that dock. I sailed all night. It was almost sunrise. And they forced me to have the emergency tack twice as they put their patrol boat or whatever boat it was in front of my boat forcing me to emergency tack and the only thing they did was light up the beach and I saw two rocks like this and I used to commercially fish and the fishermen always um, fishermen captains always told me if you're going to hit the beach always make sure you go nose first and make sure our ass doesn't spin around and that's what I did is I put my loom skiff off the side and I saw two rocks in a sandy beach and two rocks like this and I just Rode the wave in like a trailer, and I put my skiff a little bit off the ass so she wouldn't spin around, and I tied a rope off to the other rope, to the rock. Then I was asked to go out in my <laughs> rowing skiff, and they said, we're going to pull you off the beach. And when I got to what, whoever the rescuees were, they um, asked for my oar, and when I handed them my oar, I got a boat hook on the, the shaft of my oar and drug behind the patrol boat while they were hitting their jets and pulling me into the motors. Well, I think and I was asking them, I said, so I finally let go of the, the oar. And they, and they mocked me, going, oh, she let go of her oar. You want your oar back. And excuse my French people, but I was very fatigued and very tired. 
I've been sailing all night in that crap. I told them they could take it home and fuck themselves and ask for dinner for it. <laughs> well, that's what, that's what I was saying. I mentioned earlier is it is it is, is that, what I've heard that like it almost being, seems like a I game, like right? I, be, I felt like I was being sunk, swamped, drowned, and pulled into their propellers all at the same time. And yes, I went to a political meeting because I could get no incident reports. It almost seems like 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 schoolyard bullies. Like we have nothing better to do. Let's yeah. go fuck with this lady, and right? It was like it was like I went to the 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 the, the, the police department and asked for their their incident reports. I went to the fire department, asked them for their incident report. I went to the Coast Guard. I went to I went to the I could well nobody can get a heart on Mr. Price, the previous harbor master or Curtis. They got that set up really well. Um, if they're harbor masters, they should have an office where the people can walk in at all times. But it's not a harbor. Again, it is an anchorage. I'll tell you There's what. There's a difference these... between a harbor and an anchorage. An anchorage does not have a harbor master. In in making a few calls for the podcast, the I think I got a call back from the Sausalito Police Department in like less than three minutes, and Curtis has called me a couple times. I mean, like, <laughs> I, because because of the fact that like I don't think I have anything Please to do without there. I, I, I don't know anything about the guy, but uh, just take I'm excited your boat to talk when you to him. go off it. He will just take your boat while you're off it. He will go on your boat and go into your house while you're not home and, and start browsing through your stuff. And with the so coronavirus who, going on, why right. is he touching people's stuff like that? Right. Yeah. He should be working right now. Is it supposed to be a safe harbor right now? So so who does he who is he funded by? Who does he work for? The RBRA, but they, they deny it. But apparently he was given a quarter million dollar house. To, to ensure that there will be no more boats in the bay by a certain amount of years that he's in there. So he's just basically just taking people's stuff. Just huh. taking people's boats. Don't even, don't even, and threatening, and threatening. Like he, when I, I was watching a friend of mine's boat and he came up and said, this is a new boat in the bay and no boats are allowed, no new boats are allowed in the bay. And I'm like, the boat might be new, but I'm not. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. Right. And, and regardless, you know, safe port, hello. And he just kept rattling, and yeah, I started cussing him out and saying "f you" and acting like a raven lunatic because I've been pushed to that point. Yeah, I've took a, I've lost over five hundred thousand dollars in assets in that bay. Wow, and, and and I had a dream of selling around the world. Even even in, in the harbor that I that I live at, uh, it seems like it seems like there's just this this culture of like if if and if and if, if and when you don't have rent paid or or you're not up to date on this or that it's just kind of it's okay for somebody to come grab your boat and crush it up property and fucking take it away from you and That's i mean it, it's 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 in in these cases they don't care yeah they'll take everything your family heirlooms they don't care they're getting rich off it and what's interesting i've, I've seen i've seen the area i've, I've looked out from like from where the houseboats are, you know, looked out into Richmond. It doesn't look trashy. It doesn't look. It doesn't look. Only when you get up close. Junk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, just like any harbor, right? I, I like the harbor that I live in. I used to look at it I, when I first got here, I, and I looked at. It, I said, "Oh, this is so nice." You know, everything's so nice. But then, you, then you, when you get in there and you know what's going on, it, you, it get a little grimy. Yeah. Example. I don't mean to cut you off, but yep. um, there was a time where um, I didn't have a dinghy. Of course, you know they like to keep the women enabled. Out there, I like to get a fundraiser, a funding just for women to keep them able to go to and from shore yeah. on the water, because they can still all they want. And eventually, they're gonna have something. <laughs> yeah, because um, there was a time where I was stuck on my boat and I was out of food or water. I mean, my dog had been on the boat for three days trying to get somebody to help us out, and they think that this crap. My, my neighbors, you know, hello. I know you guys are getting high, but still, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah. hello. You know, I gave you money to go get me some things, and I'm still over here with no food and water. Right. And I saw this guy on a paddleboard, and you know, you could tell he's one of the people from up on the hills. He just, just, 
And I said, excuse me, sir, can you help me? I haven't, I haven't had no food or water. Can you please knock on the boat next to you and tell them that they need to come give me my water or I'm going to swim over there to their boat. And he's just like, I can't help you. And I, I, as he was playing off, I got mad. I was like, so I'm dying and you're more concerned about your friends up on the hill seeing you. Right. What, what's going to happen if you knock on a boat? Are they going to roush you for that? You can't mess with the chess on, game, man. right? I mean, come on, man. I'm, I'm dying here. Right. He goes, he goes, he looks around like he looks right up at the hills. <laughs> right up the hills, he looks like this, like, and he goes over and he taps it and he pushes off real fast and then they come out and he's like, she needs water. <laughs> and he just starts paddling off. I said, thank you for taking, being brave and, and not doing what the rest does and actually knocking on a boat so I can get water. Thank you. You saved my life. Thank you. The the idea of like of, of a group so of like he was like looking right, right. the hills to see him. The idea of a group of super super rich like fucking white guys up but on a balcony like, like with a that that's kind of you know well just just rich in general. Well, well, we can we can we can look at the demographics of, of, of the Marin North. County. The Muggles. So I, I'm thinking I'm thinking a white guy with monocle and like yeah. a, in a you know in a big telescope. <clears throat> but the idea of that is just is so funny to me. But like, but it it like it, it it being it being a reality is is absolutely bonkers. It's bananas, you know. And I don't I don't put it past him, you know. It took me to have to fucking put him like put that guy in the corner and say, hey, so what if your friends are watching? Can you help me? I'm dying for Christ's sakes, you know. Please, you know, I was I was crying and begging him. Please, will you knock on that boat so I can get water? Wow, man. So I just started <clears throat> screaming, and then one of my anchor out friends goes, I will give you a dinghy and. So bring you some liquor and alcohol and some fucking fluids and food if you just stop fucking screaming. <laughs> and he was halfway across the bay. <laughs> I got the point where I was screaming because apparently they didn't want to give give up the twenty dollars I gave them, them to go get some water and food. But I understand, you know, it's just like people people got to do what they got to do to numb themselves to deal with the situations they're in, and I can understand that. And, I, and you know, I've I've lost five hundred thousand dollars loving the very people that fucked me off. And rob me every single day because somebody's got to love them anyways. And I don't own anything anyways. And I don't even have a boat anymore. So, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> but, and, and, and I'll bet, do you, do you look back on, on, <laughs> on, like, on living there and, the, and, and that whole situation? Do you look back on that I situation fondly? I have looked back on it. And you know what? Despite of all that's happened to me and the whole, you know, <laughs> being punished for the boat that I pulled off the beach because the half-blind veteran or someone was tricked to put into there while they filled it up full of their stolen goods, but blah, blah, blah. That's, that's drama. But needless to say, they can never change the fact I pulled it off the beach. Right, and that is fucking that's badass. That's they can never take from me is I pulled it off the beach. Yeah. That is, <clears throat> that is fucking... That's savage. That's... My ex-husband used to leave me on that boat. I mean, he left me on that boat with no dinghy. No, no dinghy. So I was kind of just like popping hooks, straight straight popping the hooks and just flipping it and then like tossing 100-pound kedge. <laughs> I'll tell you what, there, there's, easy, as, as, as you talk to me, like I nod because I, I don't want to like be a bitch, but like half the shit you're saying, I don't even know what it is because I, I mean, <laughs> you know. Um, um, pulling up your hooks and just tossing the anchor. Right, so, so that's. Just tossing it. What a fuck, what a poser, an anchor up podcast, he doesn't know shit about anchors. I anchor down. <laughs> I anchor down, baby. I like anchor it. I like it. Um, it was, it was, uh, um, <clears throat> I, I mean, I, I liked the idea of having a podcast on a boat, and that seemed appropriate, but, uh, but yeah, thanks for just letting me know that I'm, I ain't Thank shit. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I'm, I've been an anchor down and houseless impaired for quite some time. So, and, and, and get this. So, so I, I would imagine that, like, it probably is not going to take you long 
to be out on a, on your own boat again, right? Like, can I say one thing? Yeah. Sleeping is not a luxury; it's a requirement to survive for the homeless. Right. Is, is they, are they weird about that? About sleeping? Well, is it the same it. thing people as get RVs? Fatigued. People get in RVs. Like they'll, I know, I know take away your RVs. I have friends that in Portland, Oregon, I have homeless friends up there that they only have like three fucking trucks. Excuse my French, and like fifty fucking RV people, and they they systematically randomly constantly yeah. moving. But the people moving that got the trucks. We try to protect them the most we can because they're the only ones with working vehicles that can tow us. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's the same the thing. Big ass tow trucks. They get rich off those RVs. Those RVs are worth money, right? Yeah. The motors are worth about, and what they find inside the RVs, yeah. the people's belongings, they don't care. They're like vultures. The, the reason I ask is because I know that I know that I know people that have had RVs, and it's a and if you are actually trying to if you're trying to live in it, it's you a pain to live in the ass. All without money, but it's a home of the free, right? It's right. a free country, right? So why are you bullying me for being free? Right. Well, you know what's interesting is that I, I know that. So I. And I, most I, people, most people don't even know better because their parents used to do it. So now I kind of understand why Jesus said forgive them for they know not what they right. do, because they're just they don't know no better. They're ignorant on it. I, I've done some. I've done some long distance hiking stuff, and uh, and, w- and when you're on these trails and stuff, you can you can camp wherever, right? And then and then you go into these city. You go into any kind of city, yeah. any kind of town, and try to fucking put a tent up. For the, uh, uh, I mean, it's just all of a sudden you are a fucking criminal. Oh, it's Santa Cruz, California. If you put up your tent and you don't have nothing in it, they will neatly pack up your tent and put it by the front gate thinking you're one of those right, the right. normies. But if you have a camp there, they will shred everything you got. Shred? They will cut up your tent. They will tear up your sleeping bags. They will just trash your, everything you got. They will trash your camp. And you come back and then, then they'll co- tell you you have to leave and then they'll take pictures of it and say you trashed it. Why, why, I mean, why, why, is, why do people in situations like boats and tents, why do they not have the same rights as somebody that's sitting in their own house, right? Like, it's like the Native Americans had no rights. It's unreal. It's unreal, and it's unreal that, like, that I, I, know, I know that the people that are involved in, in, in this situation out in Richardson Bay are very vocal, and they are at those fucking meetings every those fucking two are very weeks. Vocal, but they have gotten so passionate, and they've lost their creativity. They used to be local artists, local performers. Right, right, right. They used to be very artsy fartsy, very fluffy bunny. Love you. Now they're just because right. that's all they can do now because they because they don't feel like they're being heard. And now, uh, but see, that's where they want them because it's entertaining. Well, and get get this, yeah. So then, so then at that How point, how can we drive this person until they go fucking right. totally mad? At that point, and nobody's listening, being, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's they're, listening. They're enjoying the whole. They're feeding off that negative energy. Right. Well, as, as soon as it's like it's like when you're talking to a customer service person, and and or they're they're the pissing computer. you off and they're pissing you off and they're pissing you off, and the second that you say a cuss word, then they're like, I can't, I don't have to deal with this, sir, and they hang up. It's or like it's go, like I get my manager. And so, yeah, as soon as you as soon as you flip a little bit, then like all of a sudden you've lost all fucking all of your rights. It's just like the right? like the, the politicians. They have these um, around the fence, around the bushes, around the hedges answers. They never quite give you the answer you asked for. They'll just give you the round of bush answer because that keeps right. them safe in their own pockets. Right. And yet, but you got to understand they got kids to feed too. Right. It's a talent. It's a talent to be able to, to answer a question but not answer a question. But it's just you like know? it's just like it's just you know this world is messed up. I think I think schools with labels so we get programmed with labels in schools. You know the high school jocks, the the cheerleaders, or your this or right. that that. It's the labels that affect society. Right. 
And you know who wants who wants cookie cutter shit, right? You gotta have you gotta have outsiders. You gotta have like you gotta make it fun, right? I've learned so much from people on the streets because you know what? I I watched this video one time on YouTube about the, they put this kid to pretend like it was free. It, the kid was cold on the streets with a help me sign and stuff like that, and all these people just walking past this kid, not even paying. It's a child in the middle of New York in freezing weather with with a trash bag on, lying on the street. And you know who gave him a jacket and, and asked him if he's hungry and need food and was going to help him? A homeless person. Right. I'll tell you. I'll tell a homeless you. person will give you the shirt off their own back. Seriously. I, I had some kids in Santa Cruz where this mother, this woman had got robbed on the Greyhound. And somebody stole her, her tickets with and all her money and her phones and stuff. And she had three children and an infant. She had three, you know, younger, older children and then one infant. It was only like three months old. And she was going to call, like, the people that would help her. And we're like, no, they'll take your kids away. Let's, let us help you. We all went out and we, we took care of that lady for three days. And we spanged up enough money. We used our money and we got her a ticket. We made sure we sacrificed. I sacrificed one of my blankets for her and her kids. I froze my ass off. And, and at the time, all I did was marijuana at the time. And, um, and it was just like, you know, in the other ones, you know, they were up all night. You know, what do you call tweaker people? Right. And these these kids fucking did what they had to do to make sure that mama and her kids, who was a housey, right. just going from family to family. Is, she's that, a, the is that a word? I like it. Housey. housey. I like it. Housey, the um, uh, yippies, yuppies. <laughs> I like housey. Uh, normies, I'm using it. Normies, houseys. The houseys, yeah, the people that live in houses. And yeah, that's what we call you. We call you houseys. With your solid floors and your fucking. Oh, you the houseys. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So uh, with their with their um, endangered wood. <laughs> right? So what's interesting is is the is the closest thing to the anchor outs, right? Is the is the is the anchor downs. Um, I'll get it. Uh, so is the, is these these the floating houses, right? And those used to be right like this this kind of hippie kind of like, hey man, we're just we just want to be. It you was know. a bunch of people that were cleaning up this. Um, I, I I don't really know all the history about that. Um, on my Facebook page, you'll see Joe Einstein. I, I can show you a video of my friend Joe Einstein um, talking about, you know, back in the day. You know, I, I've, been, I've been kicking over tons of cans of words. It's like this huge mystery that must be solved in the Bay. And once you start kicking over the cans, the more angrier you get. Because, you know, they want to be free love and blah, 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 and party all the time. And the locals didn't want to deal with that. And, and it's like, but they're building their own houseboats and stuff. And then you get these land developers. Right that want, want to take what they got because they see a profit in it. So they hire the local fire department. You know, it's just like fear controls the masses. So if you're going to, I mean, just like the news, you know, right. they'll, they'll paint any picture that they want them to paint as long as they're getting paid for it. The, the reason I bring it up is because that, that whole area is, is super, seen, super yuppie. Like the people that live there are super rich I've met so many and it's cool super nice people on those docks. Yeah. I've met so many cool people out in that anchorage. You would be surprised how much talent is out in that bay. Yeah. Like Mr. Rambo, God rest his soul. He was the day he was being the day he died. He was being harassed by cops. And and they took everything he painted. Why? Because when he dies, the fucking the it's worth money. Mr. Rambo was a cool guy. He was. It's just like every black person we get in the bay, though they die. Somehow they die. Wow. Just like Robert. So. If if you had to name off like let's say the 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 top you've been to all these meetings right like we watched we watched a movie earlier you've been to the Last town hall meetings ride, yeah. which by the way yeah, I think it I think it's very odd that like every every venue that they that I saw that they that they had these 
these things in was just we, like a was did a succeed in getting shower mobile showers. Did you? Did you and, really? And, 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 then, and then one of the, the Miss 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 Kate Sears goes. Well, we're thinking about keeping the showers because everybody's behaving themselves. Of course, they fuck their asses off just to get those showers for years. You know, it gets hygiene. Hello. Is yeah. there is there kind of like a? I know before there port, used to be a park, any, right? Let me tell you something. Any other port? I've I've sailed over a thousand sea miles. I cruised up and down this coast. This is the only harbor I've ever been in where you can't walk into an office and talk to the harbor master. Right. This is the only fucking harbor I've ever been into where you can't just give the harbor master a key, your ID for a key. And go take a shower and right. do your laundry, and, and get the things you need. And on some level, they they are responsible for this certain certain parts of your of your existence, right? Only harbor where wakes wake laws are not enforced. Because in other harbors, if you wake somebody, you are responsible for the wake, the damages caused, and injuries. It's considered unethical conduct wake because laws. because Explain because it's proper etiquette on the water. The people in the bay, the, the weekend warriors, the ones that come out on their boats to play around in the bay, yeah. they make a sport and show their kids how fun it is to wake the anchor house. We rock and roll every day. It's not like, like what, what are you going to do to us? Do well, thing we, I we're up that, anyways, motherfucker. The only time yeah. I get defensive is when we got a pregnant female out there. Yeah. Or an elder out there. You're out there waking people in their homes deliberately because what? It's fun? It's a game? Right. You're teaching your kids this is right? Right. I don't blame the kid and I don't blame you. Your parents probably did the same thing too. But it's time to say, hey, our parents are stupid. <laughs> so, so the the preconceived ideas that I had by just what I heard from around my harbor when when people were kind of trying to scare you out of like not paying your rent and then having to go out there was that you better have a dog it better be fucking mean and you if get, you go on a boat you're the first <laughs> a new person coming in I might I suggest defend your shit with everything you fucking got right. Because they, they know what the game is. They've been there. They've been there for years. They know about the game. You don't know about the game. You're just stepping into the chessboard. Right. And like I, I, just like I did. You know, I, I, I worked commercially fishing. I was offloading and working in the fishing packing plants in Half Moon Bay. And, you know, I worked till I had my hands and braces for that boat. You know, I worked my ass off. I crawled out the streets with $50 and worked my ass off because I had a dream that was about selling around the world. If you want to sail around the world, don't anchor in Sausalito Bay. They will destroy it. Yeah, like the, the whole idea, right? Boats and, and everything. Um, I am addicted to storm running. When I got cut off in that storm, woo! What a rush. I'll, I'll tell you what. I don't want to put you on the spot, but if there is a zombie apocalypse, will you be on my squad? Fuck yeah! <laughs> Let's we'll sail off it. in the sunset. Oh yeah, I'm putting it together. I'm putting it together slowly but surely. We're gonna, yeah, we're I gonna have a chain. I do double sticks, single stick. I do fire swords, yeah. flaming swords, double si- double swords. Staffs. I mean, I'm pretty sure as you're sitting here, I think you might have a two foot knife on you. I have two of them. Th- no, I have actually usually I carry about seven knives on me. Are you? Are you? In your, uh, can you throw them? I can spin knives like I can yeah. spin sticks, and I can throw <laughs> them with accuracy. I prefer the ankles though. It's uh, I mean, I mean sometimes you gotta you gotta let them know. You know, I also can pick sticks up out of people's hands with the chain. With a chain? The chain. It's like some double dragon well, 1980s shit. Well, see, I spent so much time on that concrete boat defending it against pirates. Like for that, real that, pirates. That I, I just stand on top of my roof and I started twirling my sticks and I started dancing and I was taking up belly dancing because I used to be <laughs> 385 pounds to what I am now, which is 180, which is really, really good for me. And um, I had people come out and ask me where my tip jar was because they lived on the hill and they've been watching my <laughs> show for years and they just want to come out and they rented kayaks just to come out. 
And and then I just spent a whole week on the side by going, oh my god, they're watching me. They're really watching me. The people are actually oh, watching man, me. Because gotta... I because I didn't realize there were actually people watching me progress with my right. sticks and shit. I was all self taught. I just some pretty man. If you if you even have a bored, little bit of anxiety, you... that's gonna that would ruin it. Ninety. You know what I mean? Ninety five percent of my time was spent out there on my boat. Yeah. I only went to the grocery store, the free food banks, and the Anchor Out Community Church, which they took away from us. Was that was that a was that a kind of pull up in the in your boat kind of a situation or no we had a um, we had an anchor out community church that was in in the park but um, two days before the the pastor was supposed to go talk to Obama about the anchor out situation he died of mysteriously of a heart attack right after going to a doctor and had a full fucking bill of health wow which is kind of weird um, um, we had an anchor out church that was in the library. Now, mind you, you're got a bunch. It's like put, letting a bunch of wild dogs loose inside a house. Right, yeah. RK, you're letting a bunch of wild people loose inside your 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 library, and you know when it says community, you know community room, hippies and local pirates and other people like you know people on the streets. What's in the fridge? They right. never seen so much food. You know, it's right. like, oh my god, it's community. Let's eat this. But they don't right. realize, you know, there's there's certain laws and rules. I mean, they took away all the pans. They locked up the cabinets. They they did everything they could do. do, do. And yes, it was my fault. The fire alarm went off. But you know what? When I'm using a thin little fucking you know dinner metal tray to cook chicken on, because you guys are locking up the pantries. Because yes, some of our people were stealing the fucking pots and pans. Did you did you, did you set a fire in the kitchen? No, I, it, um, the, the st- no, the community hadn't cleaned up their oven in a long time together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it got, it got a little smoky, smoky, and I forgot to turn on the fan. And yeah, the fire department showed up, and they said it was a great fire. <laughs> it was a great fucking fire drill for the community. But you know, it's just like you know, have an anchor out pastor that has PTSD due to the past right. flipping out on the present. Right. See, that's the problem. We have the past flipping out on the present, and you know. It's like you're manifesting, like we'll say, they're always attacking us. Well, you're manifesting that. Right. And people say, well, there are all a bunch of thieves. Well, yeah, you hear that all the time echoing off the water because, yeah, that one took this, that one took that, but we always give it back. It's just a pirate thing. Right. You stole my this, you got one up on me, but can I have my ship back? Here you go, or I, I'll give you this for that. You know, it's, yeah. just, it's just, you know, everybody's trying to stay afloat. Right. You can't haul your boats out. You can't put your boats on the beach to fix it. You can't. They enable you for doing anything good for yourself. It's just like putting the water faucets that high off the dock at Skinner Markers. Oh yeah. Now, now they have nowhere to dock. Now they so got where, nowhere to put the, their Where's skips. the point of entry? Where, where, where are people going in and out of mostly? Now they're going at Skinner Markers, but um, uh, not Skinner Markers, not Skinner Markers, but the the restaurants, the restaurant right there, um, Skinner Markers restaurant. Is that not Skinner Markers? Not Skinner Markers, but um, Fish? shoot, shoot, shoot. Um, you know where the restaurant is? Down, not Skinner Markers. That there's um, there's Galilee and then it's on down that restaurant right there. There's a restaurant there I think called Fish. I think. Well, the restaurant that's got the dock next to it. Yeah, yeah. That's the only dock that's left, and that's because me and some others back in the a while back ago. Um, see, when you're a new person, you come in the bay, you get people like um, a certain person that brings in a storm. You can read between these lines. Right. That's not so shiny, you know, the diamond in the rough. Right. You know, and, and they'll come in and, and they'll trick the new people into, like, helping them out. Like, with my concrete boat, I learned about leverage and moving things and popping things. Well, Mr. Price um, was hiring me and my ex-husband told us that it was, we thought it was legal, to move train wheels under the water around the, and, you know, if you put certain acres, yeah, you can move your boat here and you can move your boat there and still be on your same ground tackle. And I was pulling my boat all over the bay, setting all these things, not realizing it made it look like my, my concrete boat was 
dragon all over the place. Now, see who's got the game gain and who's got to lose if boats hit those houses on on over by Belvedere. The insurance companies are going to get pissed off, and of course, sure they're going to pay a lot of money to get rid of those people, right? right? The people in the houses have no problem. Hey, a boat hit my house, I get to upgrade. I insurance can cover it, right? Right. And the harbor master, oh, I get to take this boat and take all the lead out of its keel, or take the, right. the engine out of this motor yacht and take all their boat parts. They're all gaining off it. Right. And just, yeah, just but, as but, it is, but, they but, make but money the people right. are suffering from it. Right. Just because we're poor don't mean we're made of money and we can replace it. No, we cannot. Yeah. You know, a lot of people out in the Anchorage, you know, they say, oh, why don't you get your tags? The ones that are bitching about tags and not being legal is the ones that have people that, you can have this boat, but I'm keeping it in my name. Right. But you can take care of it for me, but I can go to the yacht clubs and pretend like I have a boat that I'm responsible for, but I'm not really responsible because that person takes care right. of it. It's not my, that's their problem. Right. But yet it's still in my name, but yet I give them the boat, but yet they've been on that boat for like, like 20 years or 10 or 15 years. But yet you can't get the top, you can't get no stickers or shit because of it. Cause right. you don't have the title. So you get these people that are caught in the catch 22 and that's all they have. Right. And the only reason why they have it is cause some person wants to showboat that they have a boat, but not be responsible for it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the real truth. I'm being honest with you. Yeah. And they're, and they're going to sit there fight the fucking old tag thing, da, 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 because that'll cause them to lose what they got. And, and, and it's a lovely place to live. Yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. Is After it? storms, oh my God. So during the storms, I used to ride the balustrade of my, my motor, my sailboat when it was like a lot of my boats. Yeah. <laughs> I like riding on the front of it when it's storming and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, so explain, I think we kind of might have touched on this, but, but the big, the other rumor that I keep on hearing and the, the, you know, the, the scary story is, is that, yeah, you may, you might make it out there, but when winter hits, you're not going to make it, you know, and, and, and right, what, what is right, it about I the winter that okay. makes it? I had a neighbor one time that was new to the anchorage, right? And this is what an, a mariner that is, you know, pretty savvy, does not want to hear, but finds rather comical is when you wake up first thing in the morning to your dog barking because my dog there is a drag alarm. <laughs> He'll tell me if somebody's dragging towards me or not. So I went outside and, and my neighbor was my new neighbor that just dropped his hook. Apparently he didn't drop his, he fouled his hook. The rope was twisted around and he just threw it like this, not thinking. And because you got to drop it down slowly, because most people panic and throw their hooks like this, and that's right. how they foul. You got to drop it down slowly and let it set, either under motor or under sail. That way, it digs digs into the mud and gets it to set. But this person, I I ended up blowing my air horn. Hey, you're a dragon! And he just looks at me and he puts his hands on his head and goes like this. How do you stop this thing? <laughs> that's me. That's me. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. And, 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 and the funny thing is, is that they get, didn't you think about the first time I dragged right. that I was on a boat by myself? Um, I got a lot of props in Half Moon Bay because um, St. Clair, one of the older fishermen, that off uh, commercial fishermen in Longshoreman, he said, I already had the motor halfway in the, in the whale, but I've seen people drop hooks so long that I observed things that I, and I had told my friend how to stop her boat before I even ever dropped a hook myself. But uh, <clears throat> I had stopped my boat, but you always remember the first time, you, it's the bright surprises on the water. First time you drag your boat. First time the boat drags, you remember that stuff. The first so, time, so, first time you lose your skiff. The first time you forget to tie off. The first time you fall in the water. The first, <laughs> the first time you I, pull somebody else out of the water. It's just a rice to passage. There's a, there's a guy, the guy on this on, on the dock here that that one day he goes, "You fallen in the water yet?" And I and I looked at him like, "What the fuck kind of question is that?" Right? Is I, that said, I said, "No." Somebody gets wet. I said, <laughs> "I said no," and, and he goes, "You will." And it just sounded so fucking creepy, like you know, like it was fucking, <laughs> you know, like what do you mean I fucking will? 
But no, it's but, everybody uh, falls off the dock eventually. Everybody falls yeah. off a boat eventually. It's it's. I'm a drinker, so it's 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 bound to happen. I used know? to. I would take loop. I, if you ever fall off a boat in the anchorage and you're, you can't get on the boat, tie loop holes in the ground tackle, which is the chain that goes off the front. Just put loops in your ropes or in your chain and like use that to climb up the front of the boat. So what what is it what is it about like anchoring? wrong that would make you drag to shore or wherever you can anchor right and the weather will at the wave Cold conditions it. and the yeah. especially those ferry wakes yeah. during storms oh my god i was looking at the anchor i have on my boat it doesn't look like it would fucking save me from anything it's what anchor do you got i don't know i mean it doesn't look it's, like it all depends upon what kind of anchor you got it's about a, a yard long maybe but what kind is it um i don't know i mean it, it, it looks I mean, well, it looks well, like a stock i'll show you is it a plow? Is it a kedge? Come on, I don't fucking know. I like Norhills. Yeah. Um, Norhills, Norhills to the south in, in in Sausalito, it's a fisherman's anchor. Yeah. It's it's a really good one. It's the only one to set I set to south. I would um, personally um, put my boat sideways to the waves and the storms with the hook off both ends of my boats to dig it so far down that the that the divers cannot get to my flukes. So the only thing they can mess with was my swivels and my shackles. So I put eight or nine um, zip ties on my shackles, and every time I went to the store and came back, I had to check it. Well, if they're gonna undo my stuff, what they'll do is they'll un they'll take the season wire off or uh, what you got holding the, sh the 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 shackle together, and they'll they'll let it untwist themselves. So it slowly rocks and it unscrews itself. That's some methodic That's some fucking crazy oh, shit. Mischievous. Like I said, it's roofless. Wow. And if you're a woman, it's extra ruthless. <laughs> I could just see, I could see going out there completely sane, and staying out there for a couple of years, and just being fucking crazy as it's all a hell. It's miracle that I'm not crazy right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, most, I can most see. women in the bay, you go to talk to them is just, yeah, just looking up the hills like, stop looking at me. Yeah. Oh, well, I give them a show. I used to. The only thing I used to do in the bay that made me feel good because everybody on the all sides of the fence liked it was my fire dancing. Yeah. But those were stolen too. <laughs> my fireballs were stolen. But I used to fire dance in my dinghies. I had one lady go, you're no longer on the concrete boat, but I see the fire, but it's like randomly moving in different spots. I said, <laughs> I got a dinghy, and I learned how to do it inside my, my skiff. And I got a dinghy, and I learned how to do it in my skiff. Yeah. That, I don't know what, what that's. The dinghy. A, a dinghy and a <laughs> no, we, we know what that is. You're a dinghy rowing your dinghy, being a dinghy, just like being a fisherman, being a jerk, waiting for a jerk at the other end. <laughs> I got it. Um, that's that's another. You know, I I joined the Facebook group, a couple of different Facebook groups, and and uh, I've I've chatted with a couple of people from that are actively anchor outs, and and uh, and it seems like a pretty cool group of people. Uh, the biggest I'm the so biggest thing is getting to to and from right to and yeah. from shore to seems to be shore. the biggest problem. To and from shore and being stuck on your boat during storms, and and well, everybody else has normal weather. When you're on the water, the wind controls whether you go to shore or you don't go to shore that's hard to keep a job that way i'm sorry boss i had one boss yeah. at, uh, at the packing plants that i was working in. i said do me a favor will you just get in your car and drive over here to the shoreline and look out here and i'll wave at you see me out here waving you see that tiny little skiff would you get in this shit and he's like uh no but when the weather's better would you rather do could you do some overtime for me I, I, make it up and i was like absolutely you know, because that was the only boss, um, Larry Furtado was the only boss that ever came with his binoculars actually looked at my fucking conditions. And goes, hell okay. no, yeah. you stay home. <laughs> You're too valuable to drown. <laughs> it's just like, I, there, there's there's a certain time where you don't, but see, I, I, use, I started the Anchor Out Community Watch. Don't let Doug Storms tell you that. And I'll tell you that, Doug Storms, because you're wrong for that. 
<laughs> um, when I left, I left for a while. I had cancer, and I come back, and all of a sudden, he's playing credit for the Anchor Out community. You know, the the you know the rapid boat response team. I like how you casually just say that you, I went off, beat cancer, came back. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations! It's all entire time I was trying to um, when I was pulling that boat off the beach and um, fighting politics, trying to get my boat hauled out because I believed going to Hawaii on the wind was going to cure me. I ended up flying there. That's why I. I ended up letting somebody caretake my boat and ended up getting a boat that was stolen. It wasn't really his to get his care. Yeah, that's okay. But I love them. They're pirates. What can you do? They try. <laughs> what, what is it about about pirates that, that just seems they, I, like I want to be a pirate? You know? Pirates were the first people that went against taxes. Yeah. They were the first people that stood up against taxes and, 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 and tyranny and oppression. I think I, think I, I like And they the, were hung by the neck for it. <laughs> I like the idea. I don't like the idea of being one of the other guys, but I like the captain. That seems like a fun, I've fun job. I've been a job. Commodore once. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But you know, the actual pirate, like like pirate pirates, like in Somalia, that does not seem are awesome. <laughs> they got fucking shoot first, yeah. ask questions. Don't even ask questions. <laughs> but you know, by maritime law, um, if you catch a pirate by maritime law, you you have a right to keep him for seventy two hours before you turn him in. Really? No. Just... And if you just hand in the head, it's okay. Shit. So if I want to drag you just them, hit them in the head, if you give one hand in their head, that's okay. Oh. Um, you can drag them behind your boat. <laughs> I've, I've had visions of doing that, but you know what? It, it doesn't. It wouldn't help anything. You know? Do you know that that's how they 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 finally took down like a bunch of the the higher ups in the Nazi party? Like after World War Two, they couldn't like get them for anything, like because they weren't in they weren't in Germany anymore, and like and the way that they finally got them, they're all down like Argentina and weird places in fucking Italy and they got them on pirate laws like old school pirate laws good for them. and they and they they See, that's them. something the pirates has done good for people and they yeah, and then they they, they hung them those fucking crazy german bastards stuck them in a guillotine yeah but uh but you yeah it's it's, it's that maritime law stuff's funny but uh i've never seen anything really work out you know for people you know the meaning of parlay what's that it means you have something to barter with the captain for your life Huh. And if the captain doesn't like your parlay and he's already hip to it and doesn't really think that you either have a trade on the deck that can save your life or you're worth your weight in gold or you have a, a map to get to gold, um, they will tie you to the mast and throw rum bottles at you until you bleed and die. That doesn't sound fun. No. So no. it's your choice to either fight to the death or scream parlay and take the pussy way out. <laughs> I'm always screaming parlay. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is Miss Gift. Loving you. <laughs> Any shout-outs you want? Love and appreciate you guys. Be good to each other. Labels are just labels. Look what's in the book, not the outside of the book. You heard it here. All right, guys.